Hello there. I am Barbara Senreg, and this is Canoodle, the ultimate rom-com rewatch podcast. This week, we're watching my pick, Bridesmaids. I always choose a movie that I actually haven't seen before. This one is a favorite of Liv and Lucy, and so I was really excited to watch it. Hmm. It wasn't my favorite movie, but let's leave it at that for now. I will say, though, Kristen Wiig, she is a star and really deserves better than that John Draper guy. That's his name, right? Well, I hope you enjoyed the show. Hey, girls! Hello! Hey! Hi! Welcome to Canoodle! Canoodle, Canoodle! Happy to be here! <laughs> well, we're excited this week um, because we're talking about a huge, huge blockbuster movie, Bridesmaids. Woohoo! Well, before we go into the movie, girls, how are you? Well, we're good. We're well. We were just so, so we decided to keep this uh, piece of news that I was I was going to brag about Lucy for the pod. So I'm going to jump right into it. So Please brag about me. I will brag about you because we got a Vitamix. It was Lucy's birthday a couple of weeks ago, and so she finally got a Vitamix, which has been like literally the joy of her life. My unrequited love, finally. Yes, yes. yes. So she's, she's I know that. Very it's going to change life. The Vitamix will change. Yeah, I'm like, what can I pulverize? <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I'm benefiting off from, which I'm so, so happy, and I cannot tell you how good it is. She made almond milk already twice, like raw almond milk, and it is the best almond milk I have ever tasted. But it doesn't stop there because <laughs> well, wait, when there's you more. almond milk, there is this like, there is this like the pulp. Uh, the pulp of the almonds is left, right? And she's you, making you find it in the nut bag after you strain it. Yes. And that's actually what it's called. It's the nut bag. The so nut bag. I didn't know you censor that. that. That's actually what it's called. That is what yeah, it's I called. So in the nut bag, you find some pulp. You threw it out? You had one? Yeah, when we moved, we agreed on that. Yeah. Um, the pulp from which she makes amazing almond cookies that are the best thing ever and so my life is now complete with the almond milk and the almond cookies i could not be more happy so thank you vitamix we have these huge glass bottles we have three of them and so far i've made three and i have had about an inch of almond milk because she keeps drinking the milk and keeps demanding more cookies so i'm just churning it out over here <laughs> yeah she's hard at work hard at work it's delicious you guys you guys have like your own almond milk factory over there yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, this is how businesses start. Nothing goes to waste. This is how businesses start. In 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 a year's time, we'll be selling to Whole Foods. Watch watch us. There you go. Yeah. So, so this opens up. So this definitely opens up a discussion for social distancing meetup between us. So we can try those apparently <laughs> beyond delicious almond cookies. Yeah. All of a sudden, we're interested in meeting up, huh? Yeah. Now that I have cookies. <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually, my brother came by and we went out on our Lux balcony, aka fire escape. My brother stood below and we threw him down a, a bag of cookies. So that's in the cards if you'd like to, you know, walk across a bridge and come over. I'll throw some cookies at you. I am not above doing that. I would walk across a bridge for cookies at this, at this stage in our quarantine life. I would definitely do that. I know, right? <laughs> Oh, it would be great. It will be great. Anyway, that, that's my highlight. That is very much tied to my, my, my lovely partner's highlight. So, yes. That's us. How about you, girls? Not sure if we can top that. I don't know if we can. I don't know. If, Barbara, what's your, what's your highlight? Of well, my highlight is obviously that I launched an apparently one and a half hour video, which is 15 minutes. <laughs> of my uh, passion project, iSpark, um, which is all about figuring out your own strength and what you're passionate about so you can fulfill like, live like this fulfilled life. Amazing. Yay! Amazing. Yeah. 
proud. Very proud of myself. You should be. So proud. Yeah. So good. And just and just live here. Thought that it was going to be an hour and a half. So it is not an hour and a half. Then I'm going to watch this tonight before going to bed. Yes. So for our listeners, if you hear the sting in the voice, because right before we hit record, Barbara was like, "Why haven't you watched my video?" I was like, should I hit record? No, should I wait? <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Well, I was trying to find time in my calendar, and little did I know, I, I literally just need 15 minutes. I'm, I will get on that. So, looking forward. Oh, my God. But it's a good learning. It's a good learning that whenever you send a video to people to watch, always indicate the time of the length. That's right. Yeah. That's a hot yep. tip. Pro tip. That's, That's pro tip. Um, so I don't know. The highlight of my week um, was, I mean, I had a couple, a couple of things that, but I just had a couple of things that I watched. I like, That's really sad, but we're in a quarantine. What are you going to do? Um, but, I, but actually what I'll say was, was an interesting, fun thing that I did was I was listening to this, uh, to Brene Brown's podcast and she had on uh, this guy who was talking about the Enneagram which oh, yeah. is, you know that it's like the it's like the nine like a lot of people call it a personality test which is which is what I thought it was I thought it was like a Myers Briggs personality test but there's a lot of different interpretations of it and whatever and you know Brene Brown is like you know I what if she says that something is worthwhile I'm like well I'm gonna check it out because she's a yeah. researcher and a scientist and like she's no bullshit and I really appreciate her so if she's like look I thought it was bullshit too and then I looked at it and think it's really valuable yeah. then I'm gonna look at it so I went on to this um, website and took the, per, took the Enneagram typing test. And um, when I was listening to the podcast, it goes through, through one through nine and says like, you know, like, I, I don't know what all the numbers are, but every number has like a thing. You know, like one's an achiever, not one of the types is an achiever. One of the types is a you know, peacemaker. One of the types is something else. I don't know. But my, as soon as they said, uh, type number seven is the enthusiast. You know, gregarious and outgoing, and also very closed off from their emotions. I was like, "Oh, how dare you!" I was like, "Hello, flower, and need to opening up, huh?" I felt attacked immediately, <laughs> and then I took the test, and it was like off the charts. Seven. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I encourage you all to find out what type you are to see if I'll ever speak to you again. <laughs> I'm only allowed to speak to, to ones and fives or something like that. I forget what you, I forget what it is. But um, now I'm going to live my life as a seven, a loud and proud seven, and no one can stop me. Okay, don't even try. Great. Um, I'm going to go to the enneagram. Then we should. We should <laughs> I've taken it so many times, and oh, I really? always forget what I am, so I take it again, and you know, just have, still don't recall. So you'll report back next time, perhaps. <laughs> Depends on how long the test is. It's a long test, okay, Barbara. It takes, takes like long. 30 minutes. Videos, can't take it does take like 30 minutes. And it's one of those things where you can't like leave and get a cup of coffee and come back. You have to like finish it while you're sitting there. Yeah. Or it times you out and you have to start over. Oh boy. It's very strict. Yes. Very strict. Okay. So let's jump into the movie, guys. Bridesmaids. That was my Kristen Wiig impersonation. That's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, so I'm just going to give you, let's, let's talk about Bridesmaids. What's Bridesmaids dating profile, you ask? I'm here to tell you. Good. Tell us. Bridesmaids, 2011. Uh, it's a movie in which Annie, a single woman whose life is a mess, learns that her lifelong best friend Lillian is engaged, and she has no choice but to serve as the maid of honor. Though lovelorn and almost penniless, Annie nevertheless winds her way through the strange and expensive rituals associated with her job as the bride's go-to gal. Determined to make things perfect, she gamely leads Lillian and the other bridesmaids down the wild road to the wedding. Mm. This sounds like da -da -da -da. What's gonna Wait, happen? there's more. So, Bridesmaids came out in 2011. It was directed by Paul Feig. Uh, written by Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo, executive producer Judd Apatow, and to be honest, a huge list of other people produced it, and I didn't recognize any of their names, so I'm not saying them. And starring an absolute murderer's row of comedic talent. Yes. Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph, 
Melissa McCarthy, Wendy McClendon Covey, Rose Byrne, and Ellie Kemper as the aforementioned bridesmaids. And of course, the male love interest, who no one cares about, Chris Dowd. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just, to, just to round it out, this was the top grossing Apatow movie to date, and that includes Knocked Up and 40-Year-Old Virgin. And I was really surprised by this, actually. Um, it was nominated for two Academy Awards that year, one for Best Screenplay and one for Best Supporting Actress for Melissa McCarthy. Wow. That's a pedigree. Are we going to swipe right? Let's find out. Okay. Question. We're jumping into things right now. Okay, so let's talk about the neat cute of this movie. Barbara, <laughs> you picked Bridesmaids. Tell us about why you picked it and um, what you thought you were getting into here. I know. So why did I pick it? First of all, I just randomly chose a movie and I heard you guys, Lucy and Liv, uh, mention bridesmaid at some point and I could feel the excitement um, in your voices when you were talking about it and I have personally never seen it or at least I didn't think I had I, and I didn't remember <laughs> um, and uh, that's how I that's how I chose it I figured I, I also went through a list of, of, of rom-com um, actually it was an, on a number of lists top 50 top 100 top 200 and I'm like all right let's go for that movie let's see what it's all about Awesome. And I had no idea what I got myself into. Oh, you were like, you were like the, like the pin the tail on the donkey of like movie choices. That's right. <laughs> and throwing darts at a wall. You're like, it's Bridesmaids! And you know, actually now, the, I, I'm really glad I did that because moving forward, that's always what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick a movie that I have not seen before. Mm. Just to mix <laughs> awesome things that. up a little and not, it's a bit of a treat, right? To yeah. discover a new movie. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. 100%. Awesome. That's the whole thing I will. All right, Lucy, first impressions. Love, adore, swiping all the way right. I, I screamed when Barbara said this is the movie we were watching. I love every second of Bridesmaids. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Liv? Same. I'm actually really, really jealous that Barbara and you, Colleen, just saw it for the first time because I don't remember my first reaction because I saw it right when it came out, basically 10 years ago. I've seen it at least 10 times since. I love it. I think every single scene is to be talked about. It's, it's so funny. It's like, I can't even get over how, how much I love this movie. And I also screamed when Barbara said it for obvious reasons because... I mean, it is just a love fest and a laugh fest. Like, that's what I feel like. Love it. Love it. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll tell you my first impression. Um, so many funny moments, so much comedy, like so much great, broad, physical comedy. Yes. Um, but I have to say, not my favorite. <gasps> before. Really? Not my favorite. I have to tell you. <laughs> we'll, get into, we'll get into why. And, and, yeah. and, I, and I will say this. Before, before people just turn this off because they're like, how dare you not like Bridesmaids? It's, it's, there, there are things in what I come to, come to any movie for mm -hmm. that I, that I kind of want in a movie and that this movie had a lot of those things, but there were also things that I absolutely don't want to see in a movie. Yes. <laughs> okay. Fair so enough. I'm going to leave it there and we're going to cover it in the next Yeah. <laughs> yep. Fair enough. I can, I, can kind of, I can kind of suspect what you're referring to there. Yep. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but, uh, but people may turn this off because I also did not love it at all. In fact, <laughs> really? like, this is so painful to watch. I can't take it. No way. Seriously, we're shocked over here, you guys. This is like oohs and ahs over here. This is so crazy. I quit. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's get to Everybody, it. Okay, we, we, we made a pact at the beginning of this. That we're gonna... <laughs> okay, but you know, I think this is actually, I'm excited because this is going to be a great conversation. Um, I want to jump into the speed date. The speed date is where we go through the plot and talk about it um, beginning to end. We're going to speed, speed, speed through it. And um, I'm going to take us through. Well, we, this starts out, we meet Annie right away in a scene that I like to call 
comedy sex. <laughs> Which is a scene where Annie is having wild and very awkward sex with her booty call slash love interest, John Hamm. He's yeah. an uncredited appearance. <laughs> oh, he's uncredited. That's kind of funny. I don't even know his name in the movie. Like, that's how, that's yeah. how. He doesn't need yeah. a name. He doesn't need he a name. Doesn't, he has a face and some abs and a butt. And I love your eyes. Cut my balls. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> yes. So that was your first scene in which uh, Barbara's like, oh my God, this is so painful to watch. <laughs> uh -oh. No, but Libby, I did think of you because um, uh, Annie, the Kristen Wiig character, did wear her bra the whole time. Oh my God. Which I know Just that he's you crazy. Why? 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 It does drive me crazy. It really does. Especially because it's such a freaking explicit scene. It's like really so explicit. But she's wearing a bra, you guys. Like, can we not show her nipples at all? <laughs> yes. In the, in the beginning of the movie, in the first like 20 minutes of this movie, we learn so much about Annie. We learn that she's got this booty call boyfriend. Um, we also learn that she has an amazing best friend, Maya Rudolph. We meet them having brunch together. Um, but we also find out that she's broke. She's recently lost her business. She was a, she owned a bakery called the Cake Baby. Lady? What's it called? What was it called? Cake Baby. Cake Baby. Yep. <laughs> the cake Baby. <laughs> <laughs> She had a wh very whimsical job as a w woman who owns a bakery. Um, and she's got crazy, crazy roommates. Um, <laughs> and, you know, who are such, a, such amazing um, kind of like small parts, Rebel Wilson and the guy whose name I forgot to look up, but I saw him on Doctor Who once. Um, this was personally, this was my first exposure to Kristen Wiig. I, I did not know her at all. And I just completely fell in love with her because I also think that she's so hilariously funny just in the way that she is. And I later, later understood that that to be just her style because she's so, such a talented comedic actress. So I think that, you know, we, we meet Annie, I agree with you. We meet Annie and she's just like, she seems like a totally normal person, but just going through like such crazy over the top times in her life, right? Yeah. And the, the, the plot really starts taking off when Annie's best friend, Lillian, announces that she's engaged. And that of course, Annie as her best friend is going to be her maid of honor. And I think it's pretty clear on Annie's face that she is so happy for her friend, but not psyched. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that kind of catapults us into, um, I kind of can't remember if we meet the, the bridesmaids first or if we meet, if we meet the cop first, but. I can't remember mm -hmm. either. Meet the bridesmaids first in the, in the engagement party. And then oh, the cop yeah. Bridesmaids <laughs> first. Because she's, she's, she's meeting the cop when she's driving back from the engagement party. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah so, um, so she, Annie does not want this job as the native honor for sure. And I think kind of we get to the engagement party where we start to meet all the players and it becomes very clear that this is gonna go off the rails in a pretty <laughs> significantly fantastic way, yeah. almost immediately. Um, I have to say though, you, I, I did not get that. I didn't get that she didn't wanna be the, the maid of honor. I got that she, like, she felt extremely sorry for herself because her best friend was getting married. I thought it was all, it was a very selfish way of like, oh yeah, I'm happy for you, but I'm going to be alone. Like this, I'm, I don't have a boyfriend. I'm being broken up with. Like, I kind of read it in that way. So it's kind of funny because I think that if I would have read it in the way that, you know, she doesn't want to, like, she doesn't want to be the maid of honor. I think that I would have seen the movie in a very different light, which is interesting. I'm going to, I'm going to try and, and look that up next time that I watch it. <laughs> First way in our in our views diverge here, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we end up starting to meet the other people that are going to be in the wedding party at this giant, super fancy engagement party that is apparently the place where Annie meets all of Lillian's other friends that she's never met before, <laughs> like these cuckoo crazy bridesmaids that all have their own kind of shtick, and we can see immediately that. Um, Annie is a total fish out of water with these other yeah. women. 100%. Unbelievable. Um, I think, but I think it's so funny. 
with the, the first thing I thought of when I saw Melissa McCarthy hmm. was interesting. When I first saw her, I thought, oh, okay, she's going to be the visual joke. She's going to be the one who's like fumbles through the whole thing and provides like all the physical comedy and whatever. But then within like five minutes, she's, I can't remember what she said, but she said something that I wrote down in my notes. She's the fairy godmother. Uh, she totally she is. She totally is. She, I was like, whoa, she's going to come back. So we're going to talk about her more. The first thing that really reminds me of that party is that crazy scene where Annie and um, Helen, the bride, yes. are doing this crazy, like, oh. rap battle well, of bridesmaid speeches. That was, that was painful. That's the best part. No, painful. <laughs> painful i couldn't take it I'm like, stop it stop it you stop. like i couldn't take it but I think that's the point i, I think we're supposed to want to crawl out of our skin because she's like oh just oh just one more just one more <laughs> it's so good it's so good because it is it so is uncomfortable <laughs> La Familia. And I think that scene is so funny. But I just love, and the, what I love about a movie like this is the cheese factor. I love the over the top. I love the stereotypes. I love everyone playing full out to just the craziest degree of their character. So this is just like, just like frosting for me. I love it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think it's so funny. The discomfort is like you, you, I totally agree. Like you want to say, stop it just stop it right now but they don't stop and i think that that's the brilliance of it because you feel so uncomfortable and then you start giggling again because they start again and then you start laughing but you also want them to stop i think it's brilliant <laughs> i really did want them to stop i was so uncomfortable i was physically uncomfortable i was like oh no <laughs> Well, and I think this is like this is the thing. This is where this is where this movie really takes off. Um, after that, we of course we can't really. We, I know we want to jump into the the wedding chaos, but we actually can't skip over the actual romantic part of this comedy. Right, which is the meet cute with the cop. Yes, and um, Annie meets the cop when he pulls her over because she is weaving wildly around the road, not drunk. I don't think, uh, or not drunk, not drunk ish. Um, and, uh, it's meant to be apparent that they are going to end up together at some point. Yes. Mr. Yeah. Cop. And it really is a meat cute. I think that it is really a meat cute because he's so innocent. I feel like this guy, he's so innocent and it's so cute. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and also he kind of knows her bakery. He remembers the bakery and he yeah. kind of wins her heart a little bit because yes. he lets her go. He doesn't give her a ticket. He lets her go and uh, he gives her compliments on her, her cupcakes or whatever she makes at the bakery. Yep. Cakes of some kind. Um, so from this point on, all bets are off with this wedding. Um, it's all starts to go off the rails like we, like we predicted earlier. And the, the, the big iconic thing that happens is, you know, Annie tries to take charge and do her maid of honor duties and just can't get a single fucking thing right. Um, and the first thing she does is take them to a very kind of colorful and interesting brunch place where they are eating a lot of mystery meat and then into a very fancy bridesmaids dress place, which of course she doesn't know you have to make an appointment for it and she screws up, but luckily her rival Helen knows everybody in town and gets them in. And it becomes clear during the course of this this uh, we're gonna just stop here for a minute because this is this this is the the, the <laughs> yeah place where I think when people think of bridesmaids everyone thinks of this this big scene that comes up which is of course all of the bridesmaids except for Helen who refused to eat at the shitty restaurant all of the bridesmaids come down with raging and fast onset food poisoning yes and, yes and very exp and they're all wearing very expensive dresses and it's a very shishi place and it's uh. It's an iconic scene. <laughs> a lot of oatmeal used. And that's where I, where I'm assuming, where I'm assuming, um, I'm just assuming and, and totally projecting here that those are the things that you would like to not see in a movie or would I be, would I be wrong there? I have a lot of thoughts on this. <laughs> but I'm not going to derail us. But the one thing I will say that I do want to, I, I want to give kudos to the movie and to Maya Rudolph because that scene where she just sort of 
Graceful. She's running across the street trying to get to a lady's room and knows she's not making, she's not, not only is she not going to make it, she hasn't made it. Yes. <laughs> she's wearing this giant white wedding dress and she just sinks gracefully like a swan yes. in the middle of a highway and just it's sits happening. there and it's happening. It sits yeah. there and it happens. Yes, exactly. Um, but what I think is really, is actually really interesting to me always when I see that scene is the power play between um, Helen, who was Rose, Rose Byrne, and uh, Annie, uh, so Kristen Wiig. I think that the power play between those two is so iconic there that it's like, that's when we noticed it before, but this is when it kind of explodes, right? And especially when Annie's starting to get sick and she's starting to sweat and she's really starting to be sick to her stomach, but she doesn't want to show it because Helen is literally staring down at her. That power play is like, okay, like now we're off to the rails between these two. I think that that's so funny. This and rivalry is, is heated. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so I also think about that when I, when I think about that scene. It's kind of like where, where, this, where this rivalry really really explodes yeah. in some ways. Yeah. Um, and the one thing I want to point out is that in, throughout this whole process, every time Annie has a big setback with the wedding girls, usually right after she had, she runs into the cop. So like after this, she does run into him in a convenience store. She's getting Gatorade because she's been sick all day. Uh, obviously she's feeling better because she hangs out with him for a while and they have their carrots. They're, they're eating, they're eating baby carrots. <laughs> Most adorable use of baby carrots in a movie ever. Yes. Um, and so their, their relationship advances. Um, but of course it's, it doesn't end there. Um, the bachelorette party is being planned and Annie has big dreams of it being a beautiful Paris themed, cute, kitschy bachelorette, but Helen, her rival takes over and, um, engineers behind her back to get everybody to agree to go to Vegas. Mm -hmm. And, um, spoiler alert, the girls never make it to Vegas. They never do. They never do because Annie. This is my favorite scene. <laughs> this take can, it away. Can we talk about the plane scene? Yes. This is my favorite scene. The colonial woman on the wing is my favorite part. <laughs> Wait, Lisa, so tell us what happens. So what? In the, just did that. Was that not clear that there's a colonial woman on the wing? That wasn't. That wasn't enough of a synopsis. <laughs> so Kristen Wiig is terrified of flying Annie let's call her by her name she's terrified of flying and so Rose Byrne Helen gives her uh, a pill of some sort to quote calm her down <laughs> and um, she washes it down by chugging a drink that her also extremely anxious seat neighbor has encouraged her to drink quickly uh, because her neighbor had a premonition that the, the plane was going down it just you know it just, it wasn't feel, it wasn't looking good for Annie and she wanted to knock herself out. And instead she really revved herself up. She was on another level. She saw a colonial woman on the wing. She kept trying to sneak up to first class where of course Helen has uh, reserved a seat for herself and for her best friend that she's trying to perhaps steal from Annie, the bride herself. And she just, she she comes up and she she keeps getting kicked out so she puts sunglasses on thinking she won't be seen she comes back a another quotable from this movie that i say all the time when i can't afford things help me anchor <laughs> i love that scene i think she's so funny in that scene it's so funny and the colonial woman it's kind of like when you don't see she's literally looking out and go like there is a colonial woman up on the window there, there's something they're not telling us i think it's hilarious like I belly laugh and I'm even laughing now just because <laughs> they could have easily had her imagine something terrible and been like someone has a gun or like but the, the terror in her voice that there's a colonial woman on the way well, that would terrify me too <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go back to those times <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Like, what is a colonial oh. woman going to do to the wing that's going to take the place? Imagine that, like, that, like, old-timey uh, ragdoll, Holly Hobby. Do you, you ever hear that? We had, when I was a kid, oh. we had this ragdoll called Holly Hobby. It was, like, a little cologne, like, like, a little house on the prairie. Oh. <laughs> Hilarious. So, cre so creepy. So scary. Yeah. We would be, we would, we would really miss out on not quoting. Apparently, the Academy Award-nominated actress Melissa McCarthy and her whole exchange with the, the air marshal. The air marshal. Who is? Who is? You know, he is 
her husband. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. He's in every McCarthy movie. Somehow he sneaks in uh, for some sort of scene, but that was also so funny. I mean, the way that, that they interact with each other and he's so, so, so annoyed at her and she just does not give up and just gives him the leg and gives him everything that she can give him. I mean, I aspire yeah. to have confidence like her. She's <laughs> relentless. She wants and she knows what he doesn't want, but she wants him to want it. <laughs> it's great. It's great. She is real. I love her. She's relentless. She is. Uh, so, so this scene, of course, ends with uh, the plane having to make an emergency landing because um, Annie has made such a ruckus on the plane. And um, the bridesmaids are dumped off in the middle of nowhere and are forced to basically take the bus back to um, wherever it is they're from. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I'm thinking Wisconsin. Is this going to be in Wisconsin? Milwaukee. 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 Okay. That that whole scene is so crazy. And of course, at the end of that, you know, uh, her best friend Lillian is pretty furious with her and tries to be kind and sort of tries to gently let her off the hook for her future maid of honor duties, Mm -hmm. uh, like for the shower and everything else, which um, sends uh, Kristen Wiig into a little bit of a tailspin. So she, um, she goes, she finds the cop. What else? (laughs) She and the cop continue their bonding. They end up going home together and having a, having a wild night of sex. No bra. Because we can't see anything. Um, that wasn't done on purpose. And it was to show that with um, John Draper, that's how I, oh, that's how I know him. Stop. Stop. John Draper. I did that on purpose. <laughs> for, for the listener who can't see the camera, no, she did not. <laughs> But you may have previously heard that I make things up and I mix and match as I please. Yeah. <laughs> so we all knew what you were talking about. Please continue. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so, but it was done on purpose to show that with her fuck buddy, she is not emotionally like free, that she's actually like a little, still a little guarded, and with the cop that she can indeed let go and be fully herself. How sweet. I love that. For once, the bra makes sense. <laughs> you see? I love it. The Thank bra you for that. scene. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, so they, they have this great night together. And um, at some point at the bar, uh, Annie has told the cop that she no longer bakes because she's been so traumatized by losing her business, the boyfriend dumping her, being broke life is shit and so she no longer bakes um and when she wakes up in the morning she's thinking that it's going to be like her like like john draper her (laughs) (laughs) john (laughs) gonna make her go home but he wants her to stay and yeah he makes her coffee and he wants her to stay and then he surprises her with an entire kitchen full of baking supplies and ingredients with this great sort of romantic gesture of bringing the joy back into her life through baking and our girl freaks out. She freaks the heck <laughs> out. The fuck out. And I said it, you said it. I didn't want to say it. She freaks the fuck out and gets out of there. She, she later days, she noped out of there so fast. <laughs> she was like, no, thank you. And go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's correct. That's right. Well, she was. She she may have taken a bra off the night before, but in the morning she was definitely not this. Not she not put that bra, She put that bra back on. Oh, every part of her body. Full <laughs> body bra. Zipped up. Yeah. That's right. Yep. So Annie has the big meltdown and the big fight with the cop, and then she's kind of on the edge, and she goes into this this bridal shower, um, yeah. and it is just. I mean, can we talk about this for a second? It's- I mean, what the whole like. <laughs> Getting the fresh lemonade at the gate, but then trying to drive with the lemonade. No. And then riding on the horse. No, riding on the horse. There's pants. There's horses. There's puppies. No. Yes. There's both retriever puppies, by the way. Yes. And and not not they're not just puppies. They're party favors. They are party favors. No. The puppies are party favors. <laughs> the guests. No, it's much. The the, the people for the ethical treatment of animals could not have been happy with that idea. 
do you remember the invitation for this bridal shower? It's that box that she opens, and she opens a little box inside the big box, and a live butterfly comes out. <laughs> you just knew you were in for something good. So, like, you just knew Helen. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, that whole thing, it broke my heart. And of course, it's, it's Parisian-themed. Like, she totally, yeah. totally, totally stole Annie's idea, and that it infuriated me. It, it made me so mad. It made me so mad. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, like there, Annie had me in her corner for a little while. For a little but bit. But then she fucked it up so, again. By but the actually, way. crazy with the cookies. <laughs> I know, but the thing was, she also had me in her corner when she gave her gift to Lillian. Yes, yeah, yes. so thoughtful. All of the collage of their friendship yes. and the Wilson Phillips CD. Yes. Which I didn't know who they were. I have no idea who they are. Oh my God. I too listened to that song. Don't you know, things can change. This is going to be over and over and over and over again. <laughs> I love it. Whatever year that came out. Um, that was so sweet. I know, I loved it. And then, and then, and then. Last. Doesn't last. Uh, Annie is horribly triggered when Helen gives Lillian the gift, which is a trip to Paris to meet a fancy pants designer to have her dress designed and fitted in Paris. And once again, Annie just, in the common parlance, freaks the fuck out. (laughs) She loses her fucking shit. And just starts tearing shit down. Just (laughs) flipping over tables, kicking stuff. She goes out and eats a giant cookie and falls falls into it. Tries yeah. to push the chocolate fountain over. And talk about uncomf- discomfort. Like you're yeah. watching that scene and that it's not like, easy to watch. Yeah. No, no, no. And there's really not a lot of comeback from that. <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> and in the end, she is basically uninvited from the wedding. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, or I think she's given an ultimatum that like if you if, if you can't control yourself you can't come to the wedding so it's kind of right burning every bridge that you can possibly burn but i was also mad with the bride because it was totally over the top what helen did and like not for a moment did she say like that was not okay no (laughs) yeah well she had her asshole bleached and she loved it i mean (laughs) that's the perfect summary of this that says it all but you got i have to know is, are people getting their assholes, please? I know, I know. No, because that was before people did Brazilian and get got rid of the <laughs> hair. No, 2011? No, it's it was a thing and it's still a thing. Is it oh, still really? a thing? Yeah. Oh my God. We have to look. Oh God. I, I, have, I don't want to Google it, of course. Yeah, but... say, let's all just Google that. <laughs> yeah, there's certain things you don't want to Google, you know? That is one of It's them. like when I first got my dog, my dog Delilah is a... um. A combination Yorkie and Poodle, which uh, when I when I adopted her, they told me that she was a Yorkie poo. This was 16 years ago, and I I mistakenly Googled Yorkie poo, and the most disturbing, disturbing like scatological pornography came. Oh, exactly. really? oh don't ever, guys, people who are listening, don't Google that. They don't Google it. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Now, now I do feel like Google, Google is maybe a little bit better now, but back then, 16 years ago, I literally would be in like client meetings being like, oh, she's a, they'd be like, what, what, what is her breed? And I'd be like, well, she's a, um, a combination poodle and Yorkie. And they'd be like, yes. oh, Yorkie poo? I'm like, no, it's not. Don't Google that. That's so gross. Oh, gross, God. Yeah. Um, so don't Google that, by the way. No. Is Barbara Googling it? I know. I it's see Barbara, Google, like, shining on her face. <laughs> and the first thing that comes up, Yorkie Poo. Is an adorable, is an adorable puppy. So yes. the internet has it's been safe. safe. It's safe. It's it safe. Is, it's, it only took 16 years, but the yeah, internet is safe. It's totally safe. It's safe. Um, but this, this actually was my favorite part of the movie. Which one? The... She hits rock bottom and starts to climb her way out montage. Exactly. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed, she does. That was, I mean, if there was a rock bottom, the cookie, the breaking of the cookie and the, and the putting grass in the fountain was definitely it. Oh, God. I mean, like, in this montage, she bakes. She hugs her mom. 
She gets the taillights on her car fixed. She fixes her mom up with the mechanic who fixes the taillights on her car. And she tries to apologize to the cop. But hang on, because the reason why she does all these things is because of the fairy godmother, because the Melissa McCarthy character goes into the house and slaps her, like physically (laughs) slaps her out of her fucking misery. That's really kind of like... Yes. Oh, and by the way, we should really say... This whole podcast should be about Melissa McCarthy. Um, yes, yes. True. I want to just also not forget that Melissa Mc- that that her character, whose name, by the way, is Megan. I wrote that. Oh, down. Megan. There you go. Thank you. There's too many people in this movie. I can't remember their names, but <laughs> Megan steals like eight, <laughs> eight of her favorite puppies. puppies. <laughs> yeah, she steals nine puppies. They were uh, half of them were already in the van when Annie had the breakdown, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and she, she goes into. To basically confront, I mean, they actually, she goes to help slash confront um, Annie and has some of the most, like, kind of wisest things to say to her to make her kind of go, like, you're not alone and you have friends. You're just, your head's too far up your ass to realize it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. With, with, with a little less kind language than that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Literally and physically. <laughs> Yep. And also, like, that scene reveals so much about Megan, what a friggin' badass she yeah. is. Right. Yes. Like, it's all these, like, wow. That was definitely my most favorite scene in the whole movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it really, like, also kind of shows you how sometimes people, sometimes you need to slap your, if you're, if you're someone's friend, someone, sometimes you need to slap them because they're way too much caught up in their own shit to even see what's real. So it was just a real great life grounding reminder of that, which was great. What, so what, watch out girls, life <laughs> might slap you. <laughs> Apparently that's what friends do. Just, life might just bite you in the ass. Right. <laughs> yep, yep, that's right. It happened. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> Oh my God, she's so good in this movie. Um, so after this, and she she goes through her upbeat montage, and one of the things that she does try to apologize to the cop, and in my notes I wrote, his name is Nathan? <laughs> Somehow I absolutely I missed, oh, yeah. I missed that he even had a first name or a last name. Yeah. Um, but he is completely unwilling to consider her apology. He is 100%, like she has burned the bridge with him by not accepting his mixing bowls and his his morning of baking mm-hmm. um, and probably other stuff that was cut for time, I'm assuming, because he has a hatred for her that you would normally reserve for somebody who like, you know, yes. spills all your money and fucks your mom or something. Like, I don't well, know. Like, we, didn't we didn't talk about the part where she breaks down on the side of the road and he finds her and then finds out that, that she had called John Draper to come pick her up. Right. Right. But that's why he's so upset. Cause she's, he, it appears that she's back with her booty call. Right. Too true. Too true. Too true. Yeah. Um, I actually had forgotten about that. You're right. That's yeah. true. So anyway, it's the day of the wedding. And um, Annie is not going to go to the wedding. Um, her mother tries to get her to go. She's not, not here for it. Um, but her rival, Helen, shows up because Lillian, the bride, has gone missing. And nobody can find her. And um, apparently after Annie left the wedding party, things didn't get better. In fact, they started to spiral out of control because Helen is a wacko and um, obviously tried to plan the heck out of everything and has lost track of Lillian. Lillian is hiding somewhere and she tries to enlist Annie to, to help her. And this is kind of where they start to sort of make tentative steps toward healing whatever nonsense is going on between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Annie tries to get the cop to help, but he really, and they have this really funny extended bit of her <laughs> desperately trying to get him. <laughs> yep. but just, like, just trying to charm, the, the charm offensive, trying to get him to, mm-hmm. to pay attention to them. Yes. Um, and finally he does, only to realize that Lillian's just been sitting in her own apartment the whole right. time. So, right. good job, yep. girls. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe look there first. Uh, and they have, and there is this really nice scene with Lillian and Anne where they talk and they realize that like, you know, their, their friendship, you know, they, they both suffered from not being friends for the time that they weren't friends. So it wasn't just that Annie was struggling, that she was actually 
not there for her friend when her friend was really struggling to, to manage a wedding, especially since her rival Helen kind of <laughs> like oh. ran, ran roughshod over the whole affair and made everybody crazy. Yes. Uh, so that was really nice. Yeah. Yes. Well, it was um, also nice. It was in the car, um, the, the first kind of reparation a little bit between Helen and Annie actually takes place in which Helen, for the first time, actually turns into a real person and, 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 and kind of confesses that she is completely alone, hated by the whole world, and she is trying desperately to find some connection. And Lillian was kind of her, her port, uh, basically, of hope. And, uh, and that was a very there also thought very real scene of like this woman who was a monster that she was a monster because she kind of could didn't know any better a little yeah. bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the one thing I just wanted to say was <laughs> when Lillian comes out in that dress. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh my I just wrote, I just wrote Helen. I know. <laughs> Like, yes. how did that happen? I know it's a comedy. I get it, but what? What <laughs> in the freaking world? What happened? I'm so confused. Because she seems like she has a lot of good taste. Like, it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ellen. I yeah. know. Ellen had too many Xanax. <laughs> um, but, you know, so, so clearly um, Lillian and... Uh, and Annie make up. Annie kind of jumps back in and does what a good, what a great maid of honor does and helps her. Um, we don't we don't see it happen, but we see that something it's go, it's going to be great. And uh, they go to the wedding. It's this, of course, giant over the top affair again. The giant bridesmaids dresses. The the wedding party across the pool. <laughs> no. <laughs> Too much. It's like, so, it's so crazy. And then um, uh, Helen, her final big, you know, over the top, has to has to top everybody is she actually has hired the band Wilson Phillips to come <laughs> and sing their hit song "Hold On" at the wedding. Yes, which is a real throwback. And I have to say, it made me remember. I used to always feel sorry for the third girl because the lead singer of Wilson Phillips is China, the blonde. Mm -hmm. And there's Carney Wilson, who is, um, she's, she's had a huge journey with like, she's been fat her whole life. She had weight loss surgery. She gained a lot of weight back and had it again. Da, 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 da. So everybody knows who she is. I don't know what the third girl's name is. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> oh, no. I think she's also a Wilson or she's a Phillips. She's either a Wilson or a Phillips. I don't know which. But <laughs> <laughs> oh god no god um, hilarious the exchange i thought that the exchange between annie and helen was hilarious in which when helen announces the band annie looks at her goes like, like what the fuck? And, and, and 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 helen goes like yes last one i promise i thought that, that was sweet because they both were smiling yeah so sweet yeah. So cute. That was really fun. And like, I just loved, you know, that, that Megan was there with the air marshal and, yes. and the puppies. Yes. All back. In the end, um, Annie and Helen kind of decide that they're going to try being friends, which is very nice. Um, and then the cop shows up. Yeah. And they have repaired, they've, they've made up and they're now a thing. And um, she's going to jump into the car and like, you know, they're gonna put the siren on, and he's gonna she's gonna ride along with him on his cop duties for the night, and we're, we believe that they're gonna live happily ever happily ever after. Yeah. Yes, apparently. <laughs> that's it. That's right. And so ends the movie. But and now I want to know, <laughs> having taken through all of this, I want to know what was it that you hated so much about it? I still can't understand it. It's kind of like every for me, I think it was really that over, over, over the top. I personally just don't think that's funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, I, it's, it's like the whole thing is, 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 is well done. It's, I think it's just like, it comes down to personal preference because mm -hmm. for me, these things are so like, I don't have patience for it. Mm -hmm. I like, I can't, I just can't, I can't. <laughs> I think that's, that's mm -hmm. all it is. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> You know what's funny? As, as I was thinking about it, like this movie to me is not a rom com. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. And I think no. that, um, which I think is is something to to discuss because I don't. 
So I don't think that it's a rom-com because I don't think I don't think the romance part of this story needs to be there, right? Like, and no, so yeah, me, no, no, no. yeah. So to me, inherently, the romance has to be present mm-hmm. in a rom-com to make if it's if if you could take that romance out and the movie still stands entirely on its own, yeah, you know, then I think that's it's not a rom-com. Totally. Um, but I so but I think so what I think it is it's it's this really broad, wild physical comedy mm-hmm. which can be great and and so i think on on those terms like if this film is great that, that this movie is great on those terms it's not a great rom-com mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes um, so that was one thing but also for me specifically like again it, it's kind of a personal preference thing i i go to see movies because i want to be in that world mm. I, and i want i want to see myself in that world even yeah. if there's challenges or it's difficult in the end, I kind of, I want to be that character. Like, I want to be Annie, right? <laughs> I did not want to be Annie on Annie. No, 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 I don't want to be anyone in that movie. I, I totally understand why these movies are so popular because they are funny. Like, they're, I, I laughed a lot, actually. So, like, as a comedy, I laughed a lot. But I also really don't, I get also get frustrated with, like, the repeated things are just getting worse and worse and worse and then comically worse and then heightened worse and then worse and worse. And then by the end of it, it was like, what, like, but, but I have to be honest, girls, I also cannot watch people vomiting and shitting themselves. No, 100%. no. It's rough. I that agree. was a rough scene. I agree. I, that I could have way done without that scene. Yeah. They, and also, and this is also like, I think that the movie would have just equally been so, so funny without, without seeing all that. And I can kind of see what you're saying, which is interesting about the relatability of it. But I actually think that what, what makes it so great is because it is so, uh, I personally can, can totally take myself out of, of, mm-hmm. of it and just laugh and just not think that I want to be involved and not think that it, and it's just pure fun to me. And I completely agree. It is absolutely not a rom-com. <laughs> I think, I don't even understand quite why it is on, on rom-com lists because yeah, it's not. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I think that we had a little bit the reaction, the two of us who had seen it, right? It's kind of like, oh, is it a rom-com? Let's talk about it next week. I don't know, whatever. Um, but I think that from a, from a just fun perspective, I laugh so much and for that it just has like all the votes for me because it just makes me belly laugh. Yeah. 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 I think that I've seen this movie so many times I can quote scenes from it and when Barbara said we were doing it I said it's not a rom-com because I completely forgot about his character. I forgot there was a love interest. That's how forgettable it was. I feel like they made the movie they wanted to make and they were like oh we can get points in the rom-com category if we throw in a love interest for her and they just layered it on top. It was so unnecessary to the point where I can quote the movie and I forgot that, that she fell in love with anyone. Yeah. So I, I, I totally see you on that. It, for me, it's just that the dialogue to me just kills me. Like when Rebel Wilson's like, I read your diary. <laughs> but it was a really sad handwritten book. Like it just made me laugh so hard. I, I agree. I think the mastery in language mm-hmm. that you know that's Kristen Wiig's pen. I think. Yeah, just- I didn't know she wrote it. That's so great. I love. So, that. Yeah, and yeah. it's funny. The woman on the plane who gives her the or who makes her drink the drink is yeah. her writing partner. No oh, way! Oh no! So way. Yeah. Um, I'm probably pronouncing her name right. I think it's Annie Mumolo. Um, but you know, what? here's the one thing that I really. I really love that this movie exists and I love that people love it because I do think it's on its, I think on its own terms, like on the movie it's trying to be, it is top notch. Mm-hmm. It is really top notch in terms of those movies. I don't happen to like those kinds of movies right. like in general. Yeah. Like I saw it once, I never need to see it again. Right. Yeah. But I love that it exists for so many reasons because it's thrilling to see seven or eight women. Mm-hmm out there doing all the stuff that guys have been doing forever yeah mm-hmm. and like because you know what like I, that isn't my kind of humor but like a lot of women think that stuff is it's like one of those things where we always think that like kind of like bathroom humor or like off-color humor is guy humor and like cerebral humor is women's humor and that's not really true there's a lots of like that's why farts are funny like it's what people love <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like <laughs> what I also think is is really masterful in this movie is that they took something, as you said, like that was inherently kind of bro-y, right, in that way, and made it feminine without 
without uh, making it either trashy or overly feminine, like over the top feminine that like guys couldn't enjoy it or that it wasn't relatable to guys. Like I think that this is, even though it's a very feminine topic and theme, it's still extremely relatable, I think, to anybody. Like it's not, it's not excluding anybody. I just could watch this tomorrow again and I would be so happy about watching it, right? <laughs> we might. <laughs> but yeah, we might. Do, I think that we really, Barbara, we, I think we're in the minority in a lot of For places. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's funny too, because the one thing when, when we said we were going to watch this movie last week and I said that I hadn't seen it, you guys had the reaction that everybody in my life has had the same reaction. Yeah. Like, first of all, how have you not seen Bridesmaids? Like, right. that's crazy. And I, and I really do think it just, it came out at a time that I wasn't watching a lot of movies because mm -hmm. I was traveling a lot and, or, and like, it wasn't on the airplanes yet and all that stuff. Yeah. But then like, to be honest, once I started thinking about it, the realization I knew that that movie was going to be a movie that I probably wasn't going to love. Yeah. yeah. I really didn't want to not love it. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, yep. because I, I mean, I, I was kind of like, I think I'm going to sit this one out and support wow. from afar because <laughs> I'm really worried that I'm going to see it and not love it. I love it. Yeah. And then I'm going to be like failing, you know, my sisters in comedy, like, <laughs> like, because I'm so proud, I mean, not to sound condescending, but I'm so proud of them for making yeah, this, yeah, yeah. it's such a great, like, I mean, I can completely like on, on an intellectual level be like, it's a great movie. It's a great yeah. comedy. They did a great yeah, yeah. job with it. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, I just don't ever want to see it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. It, I honestly, I, I, I really understand where you're coming from. I still, I was shocked when you said that you didn't love it. I'm still kind of shocked to be honest, because I think like we were actually watching it saying like, Oh my God, we, I wish watch we were it watching them. it together. Yeah. So anyway, so we know, we know now what kind of movie you both. I know. I actually, I, it's funny too, because you know, we're recording this a few days late, um, later, uh, if we had recorded it on, on, the, on the original recording date, I think I would have been a lot more, um, a lot more agitated because I was very agitated after <laughs> this movie. And I actually thought about it for the entire next day. And I kept saying, oh my oh, God. This, movie, this movie, I'm so bad. And I kept, I kept, I was really agitated. And I realized it was because I was judging this movie on, on different terms. Like I was, it yeah. was not the, like I was trying to judge this movie as a movie it wasn't trying to be. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. So I realized that like, okay, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's not the movie. Like it, no. it's, yeah. that isn't the movie that I wanted it to be, but it's the movie that it is. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> except the now, Colleen, live in the now, living in the, in the now, be here yeah. now. Yeah. All right, girls, now's the time. I think we've had yes. a lot of conversation, but it's time to rate the date. Yes. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> On a scale of ghost it to get it, where would you put this movie? This movie is definitely my booty call because I will keep coming back to it over and over again. I'm not going to marry it. I'm not going to have intellectual conversation with it, but we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time often. And I'm going to put it on whenever I need it. Yeah, I was actually going to say exactly the same. I think that I am still going to watch it over and over. And I'm going to laugh my freaking guts out, and I'm going to be so happy about What's it. What's your rating? What's your rating? With oh, I was going to go with Booty Call, too, if I, if I may just match it. Okay, two Booty Calls. Yeah, which is convenient over here. Yeah, we can just make that one phone call. <laughs> I'm torn between Ghosted and Stepchild. <laughs> Child. I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Let's, let's make it the stepchild because that's just weird enough that no one's going to know what it means. I like that. I know. <laughs> um, mine, I think, is the regrettable one night stand. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yes. Although, ladies, no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. Oh my God, that was so much fun. I, I have to say, like, even though I didn't love the movie, I'm so glad we watched it. I'm glad we had this conversation. It was really fun. Um, and who's, who's picking our next movie? You are. You are. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I really want to pick another old freaking one, but I know you guys are going to be like, this was from before I was born. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to keep picking the same candy-coated ones from, like, five years ago. So you can keep picking the ones that you love. Okay, okay. I'm going to pick another classic, though. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to pick You've Got Mail. 
I've only seen it once. Oh I'm my god. so excited. You guys, can I can I get can I can I can I can I be honest? You got mail. I just I just watched it on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Can we yeah. can we get it for free? Do we have to rent it? Oh yeah, true. Do you have? Yeah. Can you get it for free? Uh, I, I forget. I don't remember. I feel no, like it's on. I think I got. Mm, I think I, got, I don't remember. I really don't remember. We're gonna find out, and we're, we're gonna, gonna find report. out. But I can't watch it again because it was such a and and it's set in New York, and we all miss New York the way that it was. Oh, I know. It I know it's a love letter. But let's say let's say that for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, guys, this was fun. So fun. So fun. So fun. Canoodles, canoodles, canoodle. The canoodle day. Okay, girls. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. So, that's a wrap for Bridesmaids and Canoodle this week. What did you think? Are you team booty call or team stepchild? Let us know on Instagram at Canoodle Podcast or online at canoodlepodcast.com. Are you enjoying the show? If so, please do us a favor and help others find us by leaving us a review on Artful Podcast. And thank you so much for listening. Canoodle ya later! Yeah.